Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show that's for you, those that work so freaking hard for your money, and you're ready for your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom and cash flow today, not 30 or 40 billion years from now, but you want it right now so you can live that life that you love with those that you love. But guys, I know it's not just about getting rich for you. It's much deeper than that because as a Rippler, you want to create a ripple effect in the lives of others. And therefore, you want to create a rich life because when you're blessed financially, when you're liberated financially, you have a greater capacity to bless the lives of those around you. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Appreciate Shout out to those of you who are binging and been sharing this episode. Hey, special shout out to our uh, friends. I know that you're binging the Passive Income Brothers podcast, the host there. Hey, shout out to you guys there. I appreciate you guys been tuning in and so excited that we're able to have an episode come out for your show as well. Hey, as a reminder, guys, if you haven't done this already with YouTube, if you haven't, of course, subscribed to us on YouTube channel, do that with the Money Ripples channel. Subscribe to us there, but also understand that this podcast, if you're watching YouTube, you already know it's the Money Ripples podcast channel that it's switched to. So we've now separated into two channels. If you want the podcast, go to the Money Ripples podcast, but do not forget the Money Ripples channel where I have lots of great short videos and education to help build up your education, I guess, for lack of a better word. Definitely check that out. Hey, how amazing would it be if you could create monthly cash flow, passive income from making at least double digit returns on your money? And get this, it's only $1,000 or more that you need to invest. Guys, that's exactly what Secured Investment Corp does. They actually do short-term lending to real estate investors that's backed by real estate that you can actually return double digit returns on. That means 10% or better. It's also IRA friendly. And you can even reinvest those monthly distributions to create compound interest on your money too. If you want to learn more about that, go check out securedinvestmentcorp.com. That's secured, S-E-C-U-R-E-D, investmentcorp.com. All right, guys. So I've been really taking this seriously today about what I want to talk about, because I understand this, is that if you've listened to the show enough, there are plenty of strategies that have been mentioned. You've heard me talk about these concepts over and over. I talk about the numbers, maybe more than you want to hear. For those of you that are analytical, you're like, okay, I'm getting the numbers. And maybe you feel like there's still something missing. And I get that. Like, I understand that sometimes people think that I'm holding back, that I'm not sharing all my secrets. Truth is, I am sharing quite a few things. I'm not giving away everything. And that's only because I know that each one of you are different. And the natural tendency for humans, if you're going to hear one thing, you get an idea, everybody wants to rush to do that one thing. And that's not good. That's not a wide use of my stewardship. And I don't want you guys taking action on things that might be harmful to you, potentially. So I want you to do things that are good. That's why I'm educating you first. If you want more help, obviously, that's what we do one-on-one. We help you strategize and connect you with deals and things like that. But ultimately, we're not investment advisors. And I don't want to be in that place of you taking some crappy and some advice that maybe is great for somebody else and crappy for you. Okay. But I do want to get into this as like, how do you accelerate your results? And this is something that once you understand it, once this shifts, you'll get it. Because the truth is I can teach you about all kinds of strategies. And I have on this show, I've mentioned 
several of them. We've talked about turnkey rentals several times. We've talked about even oil and gas from time to time, how I'm in raw land. I've even talked about things like apartment syndications, self-storage, you name it, you know, short-term lending. And I'm probably missing several others. I'm just not coming off, off the top of my head, but we have so many different types of opportunities out there and available even to our one-on-one clients that still we talk about and even bring up people on the show that sometimes have their own deals. Not that we ever give recommendations or advice to go do those deals, but it's not that you have a lack of strategies here. If anything, I'm giving you way more strategies than almost any show that I've listened to because we do want you to get some good hardcore stuff, but I'd be doing you a humongous disservice if I weren't addressing the real issue, the real problem that's keeping you from accelerating your results, retiring faster. And it actually has nothing to do with the strategies. Although sometimes that's related, it has more to do with you and what's going on in your head. Those things are what's limiting you. You are getting in your own way. And I want to address that because the things that you believe, whether you have fears around money, and of course, if you watch the news, they're going to amplify those fears because they sell you on fears. It creates a chemical reaction in your brain that makes you, sadly enough, you can't look away, right? It's like that movie. You just can't turn away, but you don't want to watch either. That's what the news tries to do with you. Media tries to sensationalize everything. And as a result, you live in fear, either out of ignorance, you live out of fear, either because you wonder if things actually are as bad as they say they are. And you live in fear because you're just afraid that you maybe don't trust yourself. Maybe you're afraid you will screw this up. And those are all legitimate feelings to have. But at what cost? What is it costing you by letting these fears overtake you? And so I want to read something that actually inspired me to do this podcast to accelerate results because really this was his story. This is an old client of mine that has actually had some rough times on and off financially. And so he was kind of lamenting about how he wished he had more money. In fact, it was an email that we sent out to our list. If you guys aren't on a part of our email list, go to our website, moneyripples.com. We sent out some pretty good stuff. But he was responding to that saying, you know what? I didn't save as much in my retirement accounts as I thought. He ended up liquidating some of this money to go and try to avoid bankruptcy. And then still the recession hit him hard, especially because he had a job that was got him laid off. So, and just shout out to you. You know, I'm talking about you right now, but the truth is, is that I'm not going to reveal who you are, obviously, because I believe that this guy, as much as he gets down on himself, has an amazing heart. And actually, for the most part, he doesn't really lack the strategies. For him, it really is battling those demons in his own mind. And so I want to share this because he does talk about what shifted in him. And this is specifically when he was going through our Wealth Accelerator Academy program. And so you'll see it right here. He says, Chris, what really lit the bulb for me was something you said, I think it was in the Wealth Accelerator Academy, which I'm sure it probably was. And even if I didn't say this word for word, it's not what I say, it's what you hear that really makes a difference. He says, Chris, something to the effect of, why spend 30 to 40 years trying to amass a large lump sum, then have to figure out how to convert that lump sum into cash flow so you can retire? Why not instead figure out now how to generate passive income cash or passive cash flow and just build it up until it's enough to retire? So in other words, you can either build up and try to save up your retirement account until you get to the point saying, okay, now I'm in my 60s. Now it's too late. I better switch strategies to what Chris was saying 20 years ago. Or why not just do it now and get freedom faster, right? And then he even adds to this. He says, you're going to have to solve the passive cash flow problem sooner or later anyway. Why not just learn to solve that problem directly now and cut out the extra step? Plus, less steps means less chances of failure. With the accumulation model, the traditional model, you can fail either in accumulating or converting to cash flow. With the other model, you can only fail converting to cash flow. 
but that was a risk you're going to have to take sooner or later anyway. So he basically just said that. I think he said it even more eloquently than I said it when I was trying to sum it up. And he even mentions later about some of the steps that he's taken himself and really the benefits he's received. For example, he just recently was laid off and he was saying, hey, I'm glad that at least I had some passive income coming in. He's like, granted, I'm underemployed because he has some income coming in, but it's much less than what he's used to, he's accustomed to. But he did say, at least I had some other cash flow coming in. Guys, this is something I've been saying a long time. I've been repeating this a lot. In fact, saying this a long time because it's not just about that someday goal, right? So many people get excited about being debt-free in 15 years. Some people get excited about their retirement potentially in 40 years that they think they might have, assuming everything, all the stars align just correctly. But what about now? What about you can create that today? Because there are going to be curves thrown at you along the way. There are going to be market tanks and losses that will affect your retirement account, putting you out just like it did for my dad and for many, many others, especially the baby boomer generation, where they watched their accounts get nailed to the point where it took 15 to 20 years to get back to where they were. And really, even then, because inflation, they never got back to where they were. They were still trying to catch up. I don't want you guys to be in that place. And so I want to take that concept he's referring to because I think it's very important because I've had people that'll say, you know what, Chris, I'm going back to what's comfortable. And they'll make an excuse. They'll say, that's a great idea. We took into account, I'm going to take your easy option. I had somebody even say that recently where I said, here's a way you can improve your cash flow by over 10,000 a month in this year. And then he says, you know, I'm going to take the other option. And it's still a good option. It wasn't bad or good. It was good, better, best. He went back to the comfortable, good option because he had a hard time trying to explain to his wife why they should do something that is like what I've discovered with cash flow and passive income. So they said, you know, we're going to go back. We're just going to pay off our debt. We're just going to go do that strategy. We know that works. And it's true. They do know it will work eventually. Not today, but eventually. And the problem with that is this, is that you don't know how many days you have on the, left on this planet. You don't know how many days you have left with your children. You don't know how many days you have left for anything. Yet, you keep procrastinating and delaying. And I'm not saying don't be patient. I'm not saying this doesn't take time. This is not get rich quick. It never has been. But what I am saying is that you can actually have benefits along the way. You can actually improve your quality of life right now rather than waiting. So let me show you an example here. Let's just say that you're maybe you're 40 years old, right? Maybe you're right around 40 and you've got 200,000 saved in your retirement account and you're contributing 20,000 a year to it. So you're being pretty aggressive right here. We've talked about the interest rates for a long time, but you'd be dang lucky if you get a net six and a half percent on your money here especially if it's in a 401k, right? Now, let's just say we go along with this. Let's just say that, like he was saying, you wait till 30, 40 years till retirement. In this case, let's just say it's 20 years from now. And by the time you're 60, you know that you could probably do, be doing something with your account. And you say, you know what? Maybe I'll just do that. Well, let's say you make six and a half percent. Well, you do that for 20 years. You're going to have about one million and a half. Now, in the traditional model, if you have a million and a half, you will live on 3%. That means you're really living on about, in this case, $46,000 a year. That's $46,000, by the way, in actual money. In 20 years, I can guarantee inflation will be at least double, right? It might be more than that. But I would say very conservatively, double, more likely it's going to be about triple. So think about it. If you're living on $46,000 a year and say it's somewhere between double and triple, that's like living on $20,000 a year. So every time you've heard me say this, I'm like, you know, when you save $20,000 a year in mutual funds, you're going to live on after inflation. 20,000 a year. And I even put in 4% inflation. When you look at actual inflation type of power, 
right? Buying power at the end, it says about $700,000. Well, still 700,000, 3%, 21,000 a year, right? So it's not that far off, but think about it. Living on about 20,000 a year after saving 20,000 a year. So you say, this cannot happen. And so you say, great, Chris, we're going to hire you guys now. 20 years later, Chris, 20 years can be in his mid sixties. I'll be at retirement age at that point. So in any case, we have this money, you have a million and a half. Let's just say you happen to get that return. Maybe the market did smile on you, at least average, not it wasn't a bad years or something before this happened. Okay, well, million and a half, great, 10% a year. Let's just say you got 10%, that's 150,000 a year. Much better. Now, after inflation, of course, that's not gonna be as much. That's gonna be a little less than half in this same situation. So make it apples and apples. You're probably living more like 70,000 a year. But isn't 70,000 a year a heck of a lot better than 20,000 a year lifestyle? Yeah, it is. <laughs> and here's what's even cooler where in the accumulation model, where you're supposed to live on 3%, they do that because inflation is going to naturally keep upticking. You're going to have to pull out more and more. So really all they're doing, it's, it's the difference between having like a hoard of food, right? Having your food storage versus having a garden. You have your food storage, you're going to try to ration as much as you can, right? You're going to be living off that food, but you're going to try to ration it. Hopefully it doesn't do too bad. And eventually you, before you die, before you starve, you eventually you die. You die before you run out of food, right? Versus dying of starvation. That's what most people are doing in the retirement accumulation model. What we're talking about doing is we're not even talking about killing that golden goose. We're talking about instead, let's grow your own food. We pick the fruit, but the tree is still there growing that fruit. So not only do you live on a better amount of cash flow in that point, but it's paying you more. Again, same cash, same million and a half dollars, right? But that million and a half dollars, one, pays you a better return. And then two, still is not consuming the principal. You're just living on the interest. Way better. Because again, that 3% model, when you're pulling off the retirement account, you're pulling off what eventually becomes principal and interest. You're trying to not run out of money before you die. That's why you do 3%. 4% is just too aggressive in the current models. That's the one thing they've debunked. The 4% retirement rule doesn't work. Now, that's one thing you could do. And that's still better, but you're still taking a big gamble, a big risk, hoping that the market does return 6.5%. Because I'll tell you, up to 2020, really the 20-year return was closer to about 4% of the actual yield from 2000 to 2020. Why? Because 2000 was at the height of the market. That was Y2K. And then all of a sudden it crashed. And then we had the great recession. And then things were, even though it had the 2010s were straight up, still, it wasn't enough to really make that big of a return. I made that 4%. This number gets more depressing. Now let's switch it. So let's just say that now, instead, you have this $200,000, you're putting away 20,000 a year, but instead you're investing in other alternative investments. And let's just say the average return here, I put 11%. I put 11 because I know that there's definitely plenty of investments that pay like eight, nine, 10% returns. But there's also investments like you've heard me talk about with my real estate properties and many other people's real estate where it can do much better. There's even deals that sometimes they can do at least 15 to 20% or more returns. So I'm kind of averaging this out. I want to stay on the conservative end of 11%. Um, that's not too far off what you heard some of our guests even talking about what their portfolio is doing, right? So 11%. Now, if you had that growing for the next 20 years, here's what's crazy. Now, the total numbers ends up being double. You end up having 3 million to the million and a half. That alone is great because if you live on even 10% of 3 million, that's still 300,000 a year. Even with inflation, right? You're still going to be in a much better place. But here's what excites me because just like what my client here had been mentioning is that along the way, you still prosper. You still have this cash flow coming in. It's real. It's not like 
really like a retirement account where it's really just imaginary until you finally pull that money out. Because understand, until you actually get the money, it's not real. It's just zeros and ones on a printed or a computer screen. <laughs> printed paper or computer screen, you just have a bunch of zeros and ones, right? A bunch of numbers on there, but they're not real until the money's in your pocket. It's actually being used in your life. Here's is cool. Let's look at this annual schedule, right? As you see the money growing and compounding. Look, five years in, remember we talked about in the other example, I have about 46,000 a year they can live on. And that's in those dollars has not even been factoring in inflation. Well, look, five years, 475,000. Again, you're making 10% of 475,000. You're living on 47,500 a year. So the cash flow is coming in already by year five, coming in better. And the cool thing is you just saved yourselves 15 years of inflation, didn't you? You didn't have to even wait that long. The great way to battle inflation is to do it faster. And so you didn't even have to wait that long. And then even we go out 10 years, look, 939,000, you're almost at a million dollars at this point. Even at year 11, over a million dollars at 10% means over a hundred thousand a year. Even with inflation, still, it's not as big of an issue. You still have a decent, okay, middle-class lifestyle there in 10 years or 11 years, right? And of course, after 20 years, you have that 3 million, like I said, that's more. But the cool thing is along the way, like you see here, you have that income coming in, that cash flow. That is what's so important. Guys, this is doable. Now, I'm not saying that 20,000 years is easy for everybody. I mean, this takes work and sacrifice for a lot of you to be able to even save that much. And of course, I'm starting with 200,000. Even if you started from zero, look, I'll start from zero. Let's just say you're starting from scratch. Maybe you're in your 20s or 30s, starting from scratch. Good. You're just getting going. Now, really, I just tell people until you're at least $100,000, don't even worry about trying to make big returns and that kind of thing. Here, big word of warning for those of you in your 20s and 30s, you're just now starting to see the glimpse of bad markets. You've never seen it before in your life, <laughs> or at least not while you're an adult. Maybe as a child, you might have seen like the Great Recession happening or Y2K, maybe, but really don't try to accelerate this. Don't try to shortcut this or anything. Best thing you can do is really just try to save and build your own personal assets, your own personal balance sheet and what you're doing. And then you just do that. This is where infinite banking can be a great strategy for you. But as you build and grow that, eventually it does get better. Look, once you get to that 100,000 mark, yeah, now you can make about 10,000 a year, right? That's where you're making better interest. But hey, look, 20 years down the road, still, oh, I just go up here, 1.425 million. Still, starting from scratch, you could not just hit the same dollar amount almost as the person that had $200,000 in their mutual funds. See, where you're already starting a disadvantage, you still catch up to them. But the difference is, once again, you can live on bigger interest. So 10% of that's 140,000 a year versus 46,000 a year from the mutual funds you still, still kick the crap out of anything they do by about three to four times, okay? So my point is this, is that starting now is the best thing you can possibly do. Start today, start building your assets, control your cash flow. do what you can right now. Now, I'm gonna give you the advice that I promised at the beginning, right? Which is how? How can you actually really accelerate your retirement without or with very little money, if no money at all? There's a book I just read recently, maybe many of you have too, called Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. The big crux of the book talks about that outliers, if you see the bell curve, right? And the bell curve is where the mass of people are. And then the, outside the curve, you have these anomalies, right? These people on the far outreaches. These are the people that they say, well, what happened to these people? What led somebody to becoming a professional athlete out of really having a one in a million chance, right? Or one in a hundred thousand chance. How did they do it? How did this person become one of the 
the most brilliant minds ever. How did Bill Gates become Bill Gates? What happened, right? And so he's trying to study these outliers, these successful people. Great book. And there's something I like about it and also partly disagree. And this is where I think you can accelerate things and do better than what his book says. So his main point is, is that you can't get around hard work. He says that those that are the outliers, regardless if they're born with talent or not, they could be born with no talent. If someone focuses 10,000 hours in a particular skill, a trade, a particular type of learning, whatever it might be, they will become a master. They'll become the expert. They'll become the outlier. So think about it, 10,000 hours, right? Many people like they're trying to become a star gymnast. They'll start as a little kid. Maybe they'll start tumbling classes when they're like three or four, but they might be spending at least 20 hours a week doing that, especially if they're serious. So think about 20 hours times 50 weeks, right? That's thousand hours. After 10 years, by the time they're teenagers, they're now competing at top levels. That's true with anybody. Now, if they don't have access to those gyms, they just don't have it. Larry Bird shooting hoops in his backyard, right? I mean, obviously he had some opportunities, but I guarantee that guy was, actually, we already know the story, right? Guys like Larry Bird, like Wayne Gretzky in hockey, right? Michael Jordans, they weren't just skilled. They were relentless workers. They were people that spent many, many hours practicing those things. And eventually they got to that point. Even Venus and Serena Williams, look at them. Their dad and their mom, both of them were coaching them in tennis, but they started to accelerate once they got into that club in Florida, right? And then they got started really getting noticed more because they got to that next coach. Now they had to work many, many hours to be noticed enough by those people to accept them into their program, into that club. That's what I mean by those 10,000 hours. Now I'll give credit to one of my clients and friends, Jared Smithson. I know the Smithsons, Amber and Jared, they both listen to this podcast as well, but he was mentioning about this 10,000 hour thing. And so he's saying like, you know, the top fraction of a percent end up doing these 10,000 hours. I've personally done over 10,000 hours of coaching, right? And coaching people in this space, even podcasts. I haven't approached 10,000 hours of doing these podcasts and doing interviews, but I'm pretty darn close. I'm in several thousand hours, at least over the last decade. I'm probably getting close to that 10,000 hours. But here's the thing. He said, look, even if you do something for 100 hours, that will put you in the top 5%. So forget about 10,000 hours. I mean, 10,000 hours is great if you want to be expert or amazing in anything, but you don't have to be experts in this realm of finance, in this alternative space. What if you only committed yourself 100 hours of study to doing that very thing? Some of you are already there. Some of you probably already dedicated those 100 hours and done that. If you've listened to probably 300 of my episodes, you've actually probably hit 100 hours. That's cool because that could put you in the top 5% right there. Now, here's where I disagree. And here's where the secret is to doing this better. I'm going to take you back to my ballroom dancing days. <laughs> I know I haven't shown you this on the podcast. I don't know if I'll ever show you ballroom dancing on this podcast, but the truth is I would be embarrassed because I'm kind of rusty at it. But at one time over 20 years ago, I was among the top. I wouldn't say, I don't know if I would say I was the top 1%. I was definitely I was with the world championship team that I danced with at Utah Valley University. I danced with them. I competed at pretty high levels. Even when I did national competition, the last competition I did, one of the categories, I actually got fourth place. I got beat by my roommate who got third. If I had a different partner, it probably would have happened, but it is what it is. But anyways, still got in the, in the finals of at least one Latin dance there at nationals. Now, I only danced for four years, seriously, four years. There were people that had been dancing since they were four years old. Maybe hunker, much like these gymnasts, right? Guys that have been training for a long time. How was I able to do that? Did I have a natural gift or talent for dancing? Heck no. I was very uncoordinated. I had a hard time picking up dancing in the first place. It was very rough, very uncomfortable for me. But as time went on, I worked at it. I had so much fun enjoying it. I loved it so much 
that I kept learning. I kept dancing. I would do dances. The great thing is the college I was at, I think for the opportunities that I went to the right college, I went to a small college in, in Southeast Idaho, very small, very relatively rural college, but they had an amazing dance program. The only reason I went to the dance class is because I was short one credit to be full-time student. I was going to take a math class. And then they told me I'd already had two semesters of calculus in high school. They said, you don't need it. So I had to find a math or some kind of one credit class. That's like a PE class. A girl said to another guy right there at the back in the day, this is back when they put paper up. There was no internet yet. Those papers where you rip those things off on the side. Yeah. So I'm looking at the board trying to see what class I'm going to add. And I hear this girl tell this guy, there's lots of girls in this class. And so I ended up going in that class only because there was a lot of girls from what I was told. But again, I started that social dance class that led to a ballroom dance class. And eventually after two years dancing that college, moved to Utah Valley University, was just good enough. I had some professional help and whatnot when I was at the college in Idaho. It was just good enough that I was able to make the team. And then of course I got there. And this is the key thing for me is that there was one instructor, uh, Stacy Houston, amazing instructor, ballroom dance instructor. She said, Chris, you're good, but you're not great. Like there's just one thing off in your dancing that would make you good. Now she's like, I can tell you work hard at it. You've been dancing a lot of hours. I can tell you know your steps, but you're missing one thing. What did she teach me? She taught me about my center. She's like, your core, you got to work on your core, your center of gravity. She's like, you're just, it's just all over the place. So yes, you're doing the steps, but you're not spinning as tightly. Like when you do spins, it's not as tight as it could be. In fact, all your moves will be sharper and look so much better. And you'll have like much more natural flow, especially in Latin dancing, but it even applies to like dancing, like waltz and things like that. It's like, if you just do this right, it'll work. So I did, I started to apply what she did and I was uncomfortable. It did not feel natural at all. And she had to keep reminding me. She's like, yeah, but Chris, it looks better. Keep doing it. It looks right. She was coaching me through this the whole way. And then finally it got to the point where it became second nature. And what happened? I went from not just doing all right in competitions where I had to really struggle even to try to get to the semifinals. Now, when I go into competitions, I would start going to the finals, even winning some of these competitions in certain dances. And that was the key. It wasn't about working harder. Imagine if I kept doing the same thing, never known about my center or my core and how to do that right. Imagine if I had actually kept doing hundreds and hundreds of hours of doing the wrong thing. Now, eventually, maybe somebody would come around and corrected me. And that's where I'm going to tell you, it's not about working harder. It's not even about working smarter. It's about working right. You want to accelerate this. You want to become a master at this to the point where you feel confident and comfortable be able to do these kind of investments. It re requires you to have the right education with the right perspectives, doing the right things. That's what's truly required. You can speed this up. And I do challenge you. You have to binge on these podcasts. Do so because I focus a lot on trying to help you do it right. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I probably will teach something wrong from time to time. I'll be wrong about my predictions from time to time too. But I'm telling you, when you focus on those core principles, the core, the true core of these financial principles, everything else makes sense. This is why I don't worry about so much about the news says. I'm watching things like, hey, how many people are defaulting on their credit cards or their auto loans right now? How are things happening with prices? How that's happening? What's happening to the average consumer, the, the family, the daily life of people, real people? What's happening there? What's happening with banks and that response with them and their consumers? What happens there? Because all of that makes a bigger predictor than anything else with Fed rates. I mean, that's it's kind of important, but it really isn't in the grand scheme of things. The Feds have been, they make dumb mistakes all the time, right? They say things and then they do another. You can't really trust them. You can't trust politicians because they're just gonna 
tell you that unemployment's the 3.4% historically low since 1969, which we all know is bull crap, okay? Because we hear about Facebook and Meta laying off people left and right. Tesla's laying off people left and right. And then somehow magically the unemployment numbers go down. Come on. We know the truth here. We know that that stuff's not true. But when you have real core principles in play, when you know what's happening, this thing speeds up. So even if you don't have any money, you have plenty of these things. I'm not saying my podcast is the only one. There's plenty of things. There's plenty of books you can be reading right now. Master these things. Understand these. And if you really want to accelerate it, this is what I did in Ballroom Dance, and they got me to do it faster. Not only did I practice what she taught me, I also taught it to somebody else. See, many ballroom dancers wouldn't teach other people. They'd say, you know what? I paid for the professionals to do what I, to learn what I learned. You go figure it out yourself. I don't want to, have to do it. And the truth is, sometimes these ballroom dancers didn't know how to teach it. But I loved teaching. I still love teaching. That's why I'm here doing this podcast. And so what I would do is I would teach people. I would teach people that I would pay money for, teach it to other dancers, right? Or people trying to become dancers. I would teach it to them. And naturally the student, or really the teacher becomes the best student, right? We hear that phrase all the time. The teacher is the one that becomes the best student because you have to master it yourself. Again, you want to accelerate your time and shorten your time frames to accomplishing your financial freedom goals. Teach it to somebody else. This is why I say, don't just binge on these podcasts, but share it with others. Find an episode that you really like. Share with somebody that you think might be open. Heck, share with somebody who's extremely skeptical. Maybe they're the biggest Dave Ramsey fan in America, right? Like they want to kiss his little toes and ooh, gross. I just had a bad image there, but you get what I'm saying, right? Like you just know that they love Dave Ramsey. Share this with them. And then when they come back with their feedback, say, like, oh, that Chris Miles guy, he's full of crap. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's blah, 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 whatever they say, right? Great. Talk with them about it. Get their perspective. Understand it. Maybe they're asking great questions that you say, you know what? I need to understand this deeper so I can even answer this in response. People always ask me all the time. It's like, well, Chris, why don't financial advisors teach us all the time? I said, easy, because they don't get paid for it. They don't get paid to tell you to do real estate investments. They get paid to put you in mutual funds. The companies that pay them are the ones that teach them how to sell back to you. You're not told what to do. You're sold what to do when it comes to financial advising. These are all things that have been out there. This should be common sense. Yet it's not because, again, there's too much money and things involved with certain parties that want to brainwash you to believe that somehow you can live on 3% of your retirement account that doesn't really perform that well by taking high risk, mediocre returns. By the way, when people say, Chris, what you're talking about sounds really risky. Yeah, if you don't know what you're doing, it is. You're right. If you have zero hours focus on this, not even 100, but zero hours focus on this, yeah, you're going to probably fail. You'll probably find the worst deal ever. You'll probably find some charlatan out there that will set you up with bad deals. Many people hire us because they know that we've vetted some of these people. It doesn't mean it's guaranteed, but we help reduce some of that risk by saying, hey, here's people that we like. You can invest with them. You don't have to. You can do whatever the heck you want. But here's some people that I've even put money with, right? Here's people that I've done that with. That's the one thing which I do to save that time. That's where you can condense those timeframes, right? Having the people to be able to see What's there? Just like my coach did for me, others can do for you. So take that and apply it. Learn this stuff and apply it. Take it, teach it to somebody else. And heck, I don't care if you only go through five podcasts of mine, but you try to focus really hard on putting it to practical application. Awesome. That's exactly why I'm doing this podcast for you. And I know I'm taking a lot of time explaining this, but I have to, again, give kudos to my client who brought this up. And between that and listening to outliers, it really got me to think, no, it can be done better. You don't need 10,000 hours to become a master at this stuff. You just need the right training. You can accelerate it. You can get past it. The great thing is, is because of what it is available today with the internet and everything else, you're here right now. 
you didn't have to find me in person, face to face to learn this stuff. You found me however the heck you found me. I don't know. Whether it's through YouTube, iTunes, somebody else, great. That's the ripple effect I'm here to create. And I know for a fact it can work for you. Why? Because we've already had plenty of people on this podcast. We already had like Eric that was on here earlier. I've had several of you reach out saying that Eric's story really inspired you. You could relate to the things going on in his head. I'm going back to the mindset a lot more because I know that that's what's hanging you up. It's not the strategies. The strategies are easy. Once you get past your own freaking blocks, the things stopping you from you achieving the freedom that you and your family truly deserve. As I said before, you don't know how many days you're on this planet. You don't even know how many days your family might be on this planet or they'll even want to be around you. (laughs) You can't control that, but you can control today. Live your life now, not tomorrow is what the sign says. It's not just a cute little sign. Okay, it's a cute little sign, but it's more than that. This is what I truly believe, and I want that to be a part of you too. That is why we're here. That is a ripple effect I want for you that you can prosper. And as you prosper, you have a greater ability to amplify your stewardship, to use your money and your resources for good, to bless more lives. And that is why I believe that God has put me on this planet to do not just this, of course, but one of the main reasons that I've experienced all the crap that I've gone through, all the ups and the downs, the lows and the highs, having to become financially independent twice so that I could be here right now talking to you, which I believe is no accident. That is what I have here for you. By the way, I want to thank our Wealth Accelerator Academy students because I'm actually recording this for our monthly call. You're actually watching this a few weeks before this podcast release. So shout out to you guys as well. Guys, of course, you want to take this to the next level. Check out the Wealth Accelerator Academy. An easy way to do it, to learn, study up on the stuff. There's hours upon hours of things that I've taught, literally giving all the education I give my clients. It's in those videos right there for you to study that on your own if you want to. Or you got some decent amount of cash. You're saying, how do I get to work for me? You want some help? Again, reach out to us, moneyripples.com. You can contact us that way. But guys, regardless, whatever you decide to do at this point forward, I want you to take that next step, whatever that looks like for you. It might be, Chris, I haven't been able to save 200 bucks. Great, start there, save 20. If you're at the point where you're saying, man, I don't know if I should be in the market. Great, well, you know what? You can move your money around if you want to. You can move into places that are safer. Oh, what if I don't make money? What if you lose money? Are you gonna keep gambling? I don't know, it's up to you. You have so many decisions to do. It might be paying off debt. That could be the best strategy for you right now is paying off a bunch of debt and loans. Truth is, maybe the way you're paying off your debt is actually hindering you. Maybe because you have those blinders on of what you've been taught, maybe you could be doing that better. Maybe you're paying too much in taxes and had no clue. You just thought that was the way your life was supposed to be. Most likely, the thing that's blocking you right now is that you believe your life is supposed to look a certain way or that your finances are supposed to be a certain way, when in reality, it could be much, much better. All right, so guys, I hope this is valuable for you. I know this was extended podcast in a sense. I could have almost made two episodes out of this, but I want to drive this home. I want you to really truly understand from the bottom of my heart that I know you guys have hope. All of you have hope to have a better life than you're living today. It just requires you making better decisions with what you're doing right now. And that starts with making that decision, making that commitment to yourself, believing that this could actually work for you because it has for not just me, but many, many others as well. And it'll continue to happen. And hopefully you'll be at least one of those thousand people to become financially independent by the year 2030. Maybe you believe it, maybe you don't. Why not try? You got a better chance than a 100% chance of losing by investing in the same old way that everybody else has. Tens of millions of people have invested in mutual funds and they haven't made it yet. 
who is to say you're going to be the first. <laughs> why not, instead of fighting against that, trying to be the one person that might actually succeed, why not succeed where everybody else has succeeded? And I've done it consistently over the years historically. That's my challenge to you guys. Make it a wonderful and prosperous week today so you can make it a prosperous life tomorrow. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 